contest? Oh, please, there's always a contest with an X. It's called Who Will Die Miserable? Miserable. Hey, it's me, Esgibi, and welcome to my podcast, Call Me By Your Ex, where I and my guests talk about surviving life after love in Paris and anywhere. Um, I know I said again, me and my guests, but um, today I'm alone. Um, it's a bit weird because it's been a long time since I recorded a, an episode alone, but I know I can do this. Because the nature of the subject is a bit anxious for me. I don't think I talked about divorce since my divorce. Um, I want to talk about it in a way that is like very much about love. Um, so this is not an episode about my divorce. It's an episode on what divorce feels like uh, if you're interested. Um, when I started writing on what I want to talk about, I immediately went to my childhood. When I was a kid, uh, my grandmother, my mother's mom, was taking care of me after kindergarten because my mom was a working mom. And my grandmother, rest in peace, by the way, she was an incredible human being. She was a Gemini. She was very positive, full of love. She raised five kids. And also, like, she was taking care of her grandchildren anytime her kids needed. Like, half selfless is that. Um, my grandmother loved Turkish cinema. She specifically loved Yeshilcham movies. And let me explain you. Yeshilcham, which means green pine, is a metonym for the Turkish film industry. So it's really like similar to basically it's Bollywood in India and Hollywood in the US. We had Yeshilcham movies, the best. And Yeshilcham movies we watched were really special. Uh, what, what we watched with my grandmother, it was about friendship, love sometimes impossible love most of the time impossible love but they were making it possible and of course making a life in istanbul in the 60s and the 70s and honestly i believe we invented rom-com before it was rom-com <laughs> yeshicham rom-com had a very simple but effective narrative boy meets girl of course meet cute you know uh, there is an or there is an obstacle, probably families or external ex-lovers, and they always overcome this obstacle by proving each other their love, and finally happy ending. So, I think these movies stuck in my head for a long time. Uh, we talked this in the episode with uh, Buse in the Situationships episode how we consumed love uh, in the Turkish popular culture, whether it's cinema or music, has an always like this over-the-top drama-infused narrative. So uh, when I decided to do an episode about divorce and how divorce feels like, I immediately went back to my first memory of a fairy tale love story, which was one of those Yeshilcham movies, Green Pine movies. Um, it's called in Turkish Sevan Ne Yapmaz and chicken translation is literally a lover would do anything <laughs> uh, 
And I realized the love stories I watched from this era with my incredible grandmother, uh, the stories I watched from this era of cinema, it's often included this idea of a consuming love, like, you know, a love that is so big, it shakes you to your core and you would do anything for that per person. You would move mountains for them, a love that, you cannot get yourself out of like you know a dream that you cannot wake up from basically i know it sounds naive but you know i really wanted that kind of love and i got it i found it it doesn't mean that it has to last forever and flash news by the way to everyone no one gets married to get a divorce we, I think I also checked exactly how long it's been um, since my divorce. I opened the calendar app, went back to summer of 2020, and it's been three years. Sometimes it feels it's been exactly three years, and sometimes it feels less than, and sometimes it feels more, like it's very weird. Um and as I said, like, I'm not here to explain the legalities of a divorce in France. Um, I'm here to talk about my revelation, my feelings about divorce overall. In my experience, by the way, I am coming from uh, divorced parents, uh, but this happened like very late uh, stage in my life, like, you know, early adulthood. Um, when my parents got a divorce, I was already around 22, 23. So I don't i cannot say that that is kind of like how i grow up i grow up with a lot of love of a house full of love and like relatives um you know in and out of the house like you know it's a big fa it was a big family um so this divorce that i'm talking about is completely about my you know my experience so it's like i didn't had a predata on it and in my experience divorce is one of the most mindfuck experiences I've ever lived um, yet. <laughs> Let me break down, uh, break that down for you. Let me do it. First of all, there's a reason I'm saying the word mindfuck um, because imagine being with the love of your life and you know you want to spend the rest of your life with them. I know, that, but this is how I see marriage, by the way. I think this is how it is. Maybe for some people it's a different explanation or a description, but this is like my explanation about it. Like you say yes to someone for the rest of your life. You probably must really love them. <laughs> like you want to wake up next to them every day. Like you probably really love them. Um, so now imagine this person who you loved is the complete opposite of who they said they were that they are not the person you fall in love with anymore so and since i have been single for a long time i realized you really can get to know a person by breaking up with them it definitely paints a picture let's be honest like we all know uh, divorce is bigger than a breakup mostly because of technicalities and the paperwork <laughs> But I also want to acknowledge the fact that not every divorce is as bad, but I think it's emotionally draining because in the end, literally, the end of the road is not about love anymore. 
and that's the mind fuck part like a divorce is exactly like the marriage itself ironically you have to be together to separate in the most fairy tale way but i think there's nothing worse in a relationship than not being on the same page with the person you love because now you really like you're you left the fairyland and now you have to cover your ass and make sure you're not taking advantage of that is the mind fuck get yourself a good lawyer and maintain the distance that is the mind fuck everything can be used against you you have to watch what you say you have to keep records of what you say that is the mind fuck you are forced to play chess while you sign up to play house in a way and sometimes the expectations of a fairy tale ending can cloud the reality <laughs> that is staring you in the face but when i was going through my story and my divorce all i cared about was my mental health and the fact that i need to put a distance between the person i loved and myself rather than what can i gain from this person or how can i hurt them by withholding certain assets in the end i think there can be fairy tale divorces if we still love each other the same way as we did when we said yes i think that that's your fairy tale divorce <laughs> because saying no together can make each person become stronger individually so that is a bit of a wisdom from me this was a pocket episode that i really wanted to talk about i hope you enjoyed it see you on the next one bye Miserable. Miserable.